Under the Helmet. You'll do your thing, all right? Don't be nervous, okay? The show that looks at long-term player value in fantasy football. It's the moment right here. We're going to have to decide what type of team we want to be. Building Dynasties each and every week. I don't even know your name. What's your name? Chad Parsons. I'm telling you, man, you're leading the league in hydration. I got a Dynasty team reaping rewards for the next decade. Find written and premium audio content at uthdynasty.com. Playing it safe in Dynasty means you're going to lose. Stop talking about it, man. Let's get this going right now. Welcome to Under the Helmet. I am Chad Parsons, and going through some of the most important aspects of Dynasty here coming out of Week 12, playoffs. Playoffs are right in front of us here. There's a very important emerging situation uh, of the backup running back landscape. Good news is, if you've been listening to Under the Helmet, especially if you've been listening to the UTH premium shows, running back roundup every single week, you're already ahead of the game. Because if this running back is still out there this week, you need to be aggressive. There's not many more running backs available on the landscape that could potentially or even probably make a difference to your dynasty results over the next month. But Dearness Johnson is exactly that. In Jacksonville, this has been an emerging situation over the past few weeks where Dearness Johnson has been emerging over Tank Bigsby in that running back two role. Travis Etienne is dinged up right now. He's probably going to play in week 13. However, this is a play over the next month to find the next Tim Hightower, to find the next Damian Williams, to find the next running back that is going to quote-unquote come out of the ether to end up affecting and tilting probabilities in your fantasy playoffs. And Dearness Johnson, how about this? 16 routes to zero for Tank Bigsby. Eight rushing attempts to one for Tank Bigsby this past week. And it was a little closer previous week, but we keep moving in this direction. So I like Tank Bigsby. I was drafting him everywhere in the later second round of rookie drafts. When a day two running back falls to that point, you just auto-select them. That is a profile you just take. Sometimes you hit the lottery by year two, like a James Conner. Sometimes you hold for three, four, five years, like an Alexander Madison, where you get bad puck luck. You do not get a bunch of spot starts, but you have a clarified number two in that role for an extended amount of time. Tank Bigsby, we'll see what track he ends up being on. Those are two extremes. So for Tank Bigsby, you're holding him. You're not going to sell low. You're not going to cut him anything extreme. However, for this year, for this upcoming month, for your fantasy playoff run and potential title chances, it's Dearness Johnson, not Tank Bigsby here. And so ETN, again, dinged up, may not be this week, maybe not next week, but all it takes is one missed game, one clarified start, Dearness Johnson can blow up, not on your bench, but in a clarified fashion in your lineup. And I always call it, you know, there's there's two uh, powers at, at, at bay here. Two powers that are working together for you. Imagine this scenario. You're in the playoffs. Round one, round two, championships, whatever. And your opponent or your projected opponent for the following week has Travis Etienne in their lineup. Vibrant, workhorse. You have Dearness Johnson parked on your bench. I know he's the backup this week. Travis Etienne goes down, they win, 
You win. Here we go. Head-to-head together. They lost an auto-start player. You gain an auto-start player. This is how upsets happen. This is how a team that could have beat you now gets beaten by you the following week. This is how they could lose a potential 20-plus point game and you gain a potential 20-plus point game. This is serious scenario. So Dearness Johnson, again, the value of talking all 32 running back depth charts on running back roundup every single week is you get a heads up when situations like this start to turn, when there starts to be tea leaves, that there could be a change afoot. And Dearness Johnson was discussed as a upside possibility in the running back three spectrum. Now he is a clarified running back two. So that's the advantage. You've got to be ahead of the game because if anyone in your league is listening to those shows, you probably missed out on Dearness Johnson already. He's already rostered before this past game of getting absolute hit-you-over-the-head clarity. So Dearness Johnson, now we just sit and we wait. The average, just to share another point, the average starting running back in the NFL has roughly a 5% chance of being injured in a current game to where they miss the next game. So you start doing the odds, 5% over, what is it, four weeks, four chances, that's 20%. Let's call it, there's a 20% chance we get a spot start out of Dearness Johnson. At least one. Again, that could change your season outcome. That changes your ROI. And Dearness Johnson is just an example of that in 2023. And these are the types of scenarios that every single year, it starts in August, it goes all the way through. And this is why you have a bunch of running backs. This is why the weekly machinations of who's actually an injury away, who's not, who's a fungible player, who's a profile I should stick with when they get put, uh, you know, whether they're going to be out a week or two, or who should I be cutting bait on, and eh, if someone else picks them up, so be it. But I'll circle back if they're available. Those are the types of storylines and scenarios. And Jacksonville is a quintessential example of one that has been emerging in front of our eyes in recent weeks. The other feature topic I wanted to share this week, a lot of other things are behind the paywall at UTH, of course, but Rasheed Rice. I had talked earlier in the season about how he was a breakout waiting to happen. He had one down game. This whole season, rookie, second round wide receiver. Not typical that you just waltz in and you start doing these types of things. On the season, he is now up. He was sagging down. After a couple, a couple uh, lesser spectacular weeks in week 9, week 11 that he played. But he was down in the 2.19 yards per route run range. It's hilarious that I'm saying down because that's an elite figure. This past week, the breakout game occurred. I had said, the, 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 to me, the most interesting stat at wide receiver was through week, week 8, Rasheed Rice's worst game in yards per route run was 1.88. That's basically Brandon Ayuk career average. Brandon Ayuk for his whole career, his average was the worst game Rasheed Rice had in yards per route run as a first half of the season round two rookie. 
And then he puts up a dud. Week 9, finally a dud. Two catches, 17 yards, found the end zone. So with fantasy, it wasn't, it wasn't a lost effort, but 0.85 yards per route run. I also mentioned how his routes are going up. In the early part of, you know, first four, five, six games, tough for him to get to 20. Now he's been 20 plus the last six games he's played. Week 11, pops back up 1.62 yards per route run. Still really nice for a rookie wide receiver. Not good for Rasheed Rice, though. Second worst game in the NFL. But at least he ran 26 routes. One of the highest he's had. I said he was moving in that direction. They're still playing a wide receiver by committee. Far too much for my taste in Kansas City, considering how Sky Moore and others are basically soaking up space. Should barely be out there. You barely notice they are out there. Now, week 12, the breakout occurs. He's already had three, four games with over three yards per route run in a game. Elite figure. That's Tyree Kill this year. Just monster. That's that's Brandon Ayuk this year. So no one really sustains that unless you're an absolute alien having an alien season. But Rasheed Rice, week 12, against the Raiders. 10 targets, career high. 8 receptions, career high easily. Previous high was 5. 107 yards, career high by almost 30 by over 30 yards. Found the end zone for the fifth time in in the season. Ran 26 routes. Third highest this season. 4.12 yards per route run. He's now up to a Chris Olave 2022 rookie season like 2.42 yards per route run. That's an insane figure for a rookie. Especially when you say non-elite pedigree. Especially when you look at how the Chiefs are mixing and matching everything. He's clearly the best Chiefs player not named Travis Kelsey. One of the things I said about Rasheed Rice. And again, now, good luck. The buy window is gone. The moment a player of this type of pedigree and situation, when they've been simmering, simmering, you know, here's some 50-yard games, 60-yard games, found the end zone a few times, but the moment they go big, if that's a, you know, 50 yards and two touchdowns, if that's 100 yards and one touchdown, if that's 150 yards and no touchdowns on 10-11 receptions, that type of game, the window just shuts. And with this situation, one of the things I kept saying with Rasheed Rice, with his career start, he has, and there's only two that I know of, that have that level of pedigree, that level of contract insulation, with that level of quarterback. And Rasheed Rice, he had, you know, round two, not as good as round one. You'd much prefer round one pedigree. But paired with Patrick Mahomes, four years of contract insulation. And when you factor in a, a uh, restricted uh, restricted tag and you know things like that. It's really five years. So essentially, he does have five years. It's a little trickier than it is you know around one wide receiver with their tag. But Rasheed Rice has that level of insulation. The other one is off to a very auspicious career start, and that's Quentin Johnston. So Quentin Johnston, round one pedigree. However, his yards per route run through the floor, barely there. 
So he is doing production-wise and and his, his own personal profile is basically the exact opposite. We can't like we can't squeeze this rock to get to a hundred yard and a touchdown game that Rasheed Rice just had, and he's averaging 0.72 yards per route run. You're barely there, Quentin Johnson. It's painful to watch him. Those are the two, though, when you look at connection and pairing of quarterback quality and the amount of contract allegiance you have to stick with your situation. Those are the two guys. Now, again, they're in different worlds in terms of what their career start is like. Rasheed Rice now is right around 20 routes per game on the season. Still really low. Full-time guys basically average 30 routes per game. So he's getting there. He's had a a bunch of games in the mid-20s. Far better than the beginning of the season. 2.42 yards per route run, and he's averaging 25% targets per route run. 25% share. Those are the benchmarks for how you project a player who is, especially if they're under 12 points per game, but if they're under 16 points per game, how you project them to over 16 points per game. Essentially someone that's going to be in the wide receiver one radius. Is that 15? Is that 16? Is that 11? It, it varies on the year. But Rasheed Rice checks all the boxes. All the boxes. And you look at, well, he's got Patrick Mahomes. Life is easy. Travis Kelsey is averaging 2.26 yards per route run. He runs a lot more routes. He gets bracket coverage all the time. Life is more more difficult for Travis Kelsey than Rasheed Rice running routes out there, playing in the green. But again, Kelsey is a monster, and he's producing regardless of what coverage you're putting on him. He's also 2.17 yards per route run for his career. Another insane, alien situation. Uh, but let's look at the other players that have had promise in their career or at some point for, they're going to be great. They're with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. We've got Marcus Valdez scaling, 0.79. That's a third. Basically, you're throwing away two-thirds of the production if you if you give a target. Or, yeah, basically, if you look Marquez Valdez scaling's way, you're basically shedding two-thirds of your possible production versus Rasheed Rice. Canarius Tony can barely get on the field durability-wise. He's running 10 routes per game. And he's 1.31 yards per route run. Essentially half Rasheed Rice. McCole Hardman, they just got him, 0.77. Justin Ross, everyone's favorite super-duper sleeper from the over the years, 0.81. How about Justin Watson, one of my favorites? He's fallen off like a brick. 1.46 yards per route run. He would be my bet if I had to bet on somebody else, if I was forced to. Because why? Sky Moore. yards per route run. Soaking up 23 routes a game. Is he even out there? So, this is the quote-unquote competition. Thank goodness for the Chiefs, they got Rasheed Rice right. This has been tragic. He could be the reason they actually go somewhere in the playoffs. Because not much else going on. It's Patrick Mahomes rubbing dirty, wet sticks together. And hoping something catches fire. And I think the answer is Rasheed Rice. So this is one that hopefully Kelsey and Rasheed Rice stay healthy. I mentioned with Dynasty, Rasheed Rice, horse left the barn. 
Good luck getting a deal now. He seems like the exact type that someone's going to end up drafting at like wide receiver 18 in a startup draft in January. Why? Because I think this 100-yard game is the continuation of A, what's been happening, and B, where we're headed with this. So uh, Rasheed Rice, the breakout occurred. We're here. It's fantastic. If you're a Chiefs fan, you should be rooting for it. It was his best game of his career, but the underlying data points, the underlying profile was expect this to happen soon. And it happened in week 12. And it could easily start an impactful finish to the season, whether that's NFL-wise or fantasy-wise here for the Chiefs, for Rasheed Rice, and for his Dynasty GMs. Finally, I want to give a shout out to the winner of the UTH Best Ball Contest here in Week 12, Dave R. Uh, great guy, super fan. I've uh, talked with him plenty over the years, taking down the contest. And shout out because Dave does not have the deepest roster, building it on the salary cap format here and powered by my fantasy league. Uh, and Dave had the perfect week and took took big swings uh paid up for jalen hurts in this salary cap uh team build and contest came through five touchdowns this week also cj stroud took a shot on the rookie quarterback back in august paid big dividends this week and in general and how about pat fryermuth uh, he was one of them on my short list uh for players to cover this week massive breakout a welcome back to uh, Pat Fryermuth there for the Steelers offense going 9 for 120. It's a big tight end premium format as well. He gets the volume out of David Njoku, Evan Ingram, uh, Debo Samuel back and vibrant. So a number of big performances there. Got a spot start, uh, found the lineup for A.J. Dillon as well. So Davar, congratulations, taking down everybody in this contest this week. It was a tight race in week 12. And again, uh, push, everyone is pushing towards the title here in 2023. Got some great prizes at the end of the road here. And you can just have lifelong bragging, routes, uh, bra- bragging rights that you beat Katie Flower, Tim Torch, Jordan McNamara, and myself in the contest. So congratulations, Dave R. And that's going to do it this week. A uh, reminder about all the content. Mondays, you get that first thing in your inbox. You get the Film Notes podcast for all the action on Sunday. Uh, and then you also get running back roundup about a half hour to 40 minutes usually on a, in a given week and it's critical i mentioned dearness johnson but there are others uh, i've got a couple others that are secondary uh, options like dearness johnson so go back and listen to that episode for this week and again it's just a good exercise to go through the weekly machinations of running back utilization and where are we trending with injuries as well as who is next man up and projecting time Timelines for players at in these depth charts. Really, really key. Um, also, wanted to mention late in the week, Friday night, you get a final thoughts show where I go through the practice reports, what kind of stands out. Every single week, there is some sort of action plan. Late last week, we had a developing situation with Rashad White. And was he going to be able to play? He was downgraded late in the week. It could have turned into a Chase Edmonds uh, clarified start situation. Now, Rashad White ended up playing. It ended up being more of a scare than anything that uh, had movement. But now, 
you picked up a few more Chase Edmonds shares because of that Friday night report uh, as it comes out with the practice reports. And so we are on top of it where we're picking up players, we're moving, we're shaking. Uh, so you get that at the end of every week. Also wanted to shout out a couple things at patreon.com slash UTH. Uh, you're going to get a uh, 10 big things coming out of the weekend. So it's a, like literally it's a three-minute show. I go through some of the highlights, some of the big storylines that you need. Quick hitting, quick action item. And then you also get an in-depth waiver show. Every single week comes out on Monday. You can put into action in your leagues. Very applicable. A lot of times you go through and, you know, people talk uh, the waiver wire. It's really redrafty. And it's pretty much you would nod along and go, well, that guy's rostered. That guy's rostered. Give me someone who's actually available in my league and why. Um, and that's what the point of that featured waiver show does as well as you get a number of uh, shows that I chop up, uh, micro topics here. Uh, we did a big waiver, uh, a big trade show a week ago. I've got a variety of topics every single week with Tim Torch. And uh, as we go through later in the week, you get things like the start rate matrix, uh, which is a really nice tool as you're setting your lineups, breaking your ties, uh, and looking at uh, players to bench or to put in your lineup those final decisions that you're making. So just a few highlights of some of the content you get beyond this show. If you just listen to this show, thank you so much for listening. I would encourage you heavily, especially this time of year, try out a General Manager Plus subscription. Try out patreon.com slash UTH and become a VIP. Try out the VIP chat. Get those discussions where you try it out for just a month or two. Guess what? You're going to get the beginning of startup draft season in January. You're going to get the finish to your season here with sit-start questions throughout the week, uh, final trading questions before your deadline with some of the best dynasty owners on the planet. And I say that because I discuss things with them every single day of the year in that chat. I'm Chad Parsons. Until next time, never settle, refuse to be average, and keep building those dynasties.